The following podcast is a B&E Network exclusive. movies and ebooks i'm craig wade and i'm brian allen delaney and it is episode 101 we we I, took a huge break <laughs> yeah i think that's the <laughs> longest break we've ever taken right probably so far i, I so far yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was like I mean, uh, uh five weeks or or a month and one week i don't know if that was a five-week month but yeah <laughs> I mean, I could look very easily, but yeah, no, no, that would, that would, that would ruin the mystique. No, I really, really thought that we were going to get our shit together. Like, you know, but I guess we didn't. No, dude, it's much longer it's than the story weeks. of our lives. <laughs> I think, I don't know. Anyway. Uh, so yeah, yeah, we took a little break. I hope we retain some listenership. If not, welcome to all of our new listeners. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how we would have gotten new listeners. Yeah. Yeah. Uh it's good to thin the herd though, right? That's how you have like a, that's how you have, have just a better uh you know populace. Yeah, right? so you get a, a healthier fan base is by getting rid of the weak ones. Yeah. yeah right? Yeah. Uh, it turns out there's many podcasts that don't make you wait five weeks between episodes. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah, we're back. We are here. We are covering two films. Uh, or wait, what? I'm an idiot. What? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're covering uh, at midnight. I'll take your soul. Uh, old old movie from Coffin Joe, the first Coffin Joe film in his trilogy. And um, we're covering that. And then we're also covering the Unheimlich Maneuver by Tracy Fahey. And so anyway. yeah, I was real worried for a second. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hold on. Give me an hour and a half. <laughs> uh, yeah. So what's new with you? Uh, I guess we can get into why the break. Yeah. Um, so the, the main reason uh, is I was working on music for a couple of projects uh-huh. at the same time. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, but but uh, we've got um, a short film that's directed by a guy named Michael Berg called Serial. Um, basically, short short and sweet of that one is it's like um, Psycho in a barber shop. Mm-hmm. I think would be the best way of putting it. A um, psycho so baba. I run huh? run away. <laughs> I don't know that that Psycho Killer song. Anyway, I'm um, an idiot. Yeah, it will edit it, or we timely, won't. timely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that song's from 1979. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, the other one was a uh, feature length, um, the film adaptation of Matt Shaw and Michael Bray's Monster. Yeah. So 
yeah fans, fans of the show have had you know maybe have seen or heard interviews with both of them that we've had michael bray has been on the show no right? he he couldn't make that one episode oh where yeah we had he was gonna people. yeah he was gonna be on the easter one right yeah. yep um yeah. yeah but we've talked about him we've covered his stuff matt's been on here too many times <laughs> yeah he, he's been on here quite a bit um we i can honestly say i have seen the rough cut and the final uh-huh. cut and i told matt that i wouldn't even mention it on the show if i didn't like it so you know that i liked it <laughs> it's like so i'm not gonna mention it <laughs> no no it was really really good in fact i like the rough cut and I, like I thought that was really good, and then um, by the time the final came, I was like, "Holy shit! Like it's a f- for real movie, <laughs> you know? Like, like <laughs> it, it was really, really good. The acting's good, the direction's good. Obviously, I I, I can't really give it a quote unquote review. Uh, well, I mean, I could, but you know, go for I, it right I, now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, but no, I mean, like, I, I really liked your music in it. I liked Thanks, buddy. The, the direction, the <laughs> acting, like nothing was really like nothing was lacking. And, and so. Oh, yeah. Uh, the, the guy who played Richard. Glenn, he's so good. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really good. Um, yeah. I can't wait to see how, uh, you know, other people's uh, reactions are, are to this film because. Um, you know, I mean, obviously I had zero creative input in it. I just, you know, I'm friends with you and I'm friends with him. And so yeah, I would every once in a while hear musical snippets from you and then he'd be like, oh, check this out. And so anyway, uh, but yeah, I don't know. I'm proud of y'all. I'm, uh, I think that it's, it's really nice. cool. Really super cool. Well, yeah, we'll see how. We'll see how people like it in like two weeks when it debuts at uh, Crypticon in Seattle. Yeah. So. Yeah. So um, if anybody, it, the small Venn diagram of people who listen to this show and live in Seattle, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> then you can go see Crypticon. Um, it's it's playing uh, Saturday, the fifth, I think. Fifth so. of May. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Yeah, I wonder if he'll he'll bring a a print to KillerCon later this year. I'd love to see that. I mean, because I'm not driving. Um, I know to he's supposed to be bringing a poster for me. Oh, really? <laughs> Are you going to KillerCon? Yeah. Um, I don't know yet. Uh, okay. I probably need to figure that out soon. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. he's he's he said if I don't show up, he'll give it to you, and you can give it to me. Uh, if you don't show up, I just gained a poster. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um please don't steal my poster i won't it's yours either way but yeah no i anyway long story short i'm I'm excited about that very very happy that you know he's always wanted to make films and uh and this is your first film to like feature film to score not shorts yeah. and so this is yeah super awesome super awesome um uh yeah, we would have come back two weeks sooner, or I guess you were kind of you were done with Monster wrapping up the other one, uh, but uh, I had a wedding and then I got sick. <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, the last bit of this uh, lots wait of was delays, totally. Oh, me. and like I had like 
crazy computer problems. Oh, yeah. um, you know, last few days this week, my computer wouldn't even turn on. Oh, really? Like, at all. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> well, that's fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well. Good um, times. So, uh, I guess since last podcast, I had just seen Strangers 2 the last time we did an episode. Uh, we both, I'm sure you've seen quite a few movies in the theater since then, but uh, as far as both of us, we yeah. both watched A Quiet Place. Um, yes, not together. No, no, <laughs> completely separate. Uh, it reminded me so much of Signs. I liked it, but it was very, very signsy. Yeah, you said that, um, like, in our group chat, and, like, I don't know, like, I I agree with you. I'm not sure if I would have made as much of a connection to it um, had you not mentioned it before. I think just the end, how it all comes together, like, very conveniently, and it's also, like... uh, That was, like, legitimately the main, like... That was like the main reason for signs, you know, it's like it was about faith and like stuff, you know, or fate. Well, no, I was actually about to say both of them seem kind of uh, unspoken signs more so, but unspoken, like faith affirming, you know, Mm -hmm. but uh, yeah, not that I would throw them in a Christian bookstore <laughs> or anything like that. But, you know, they, they just had that kind of feel. Signs especially because he was like a preacher that had lost the faith and all this stuff. Yeah. This movie his, didn't really his seem His wife to... died. Yeah. This night Shyamalan pinned her between a car. This movie was just like, uh, like family affirming, you know, because there's like yeah. a, a little bit of tension, a little bit of tension. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so there's some- <laughs> the, whole, the whole movie is like one big like long you know like the well i mean literally like the the part where you know people are hiding from like the monster or the killer in a horror movie right and it's like that ramped up intensity the entire movie and you're like engine <laughs> No, but I meant like between the family members, you know. Yeah, and then that like gets resolved, and I don't know. I mean, honestly, the the tension between the family members, I get it. Like, I get the reasoning behind it and stuff, but it kind of felt a little forced. Yeah, yeah. I, I okay. So I had many many drinks during that film. Um, we were at Star <laughs> Cinema, and so like half- I'm, I'm picturing you being like super loud drunk. <laughs> In the quietest <laughs> theater, like, like ever. signs, signs. That's what this movie reminds me of. No, uh, that's the quietest I've ever heard an audience. Everyone was just like, Oh, I know, oh. mine was too. Um, I heard like you know, a lot of people on the internet and stuff were talking about how they went and saw it in the theater, and people were like, you know, rustling chip bags and like talking and stuff the whole time, but it's like. I don't think anybody said a word in our theater the entire time. Well, we we and it, was, kept, and it was packed. Well, we we saw it at Star, so we had servers, you know, wrestling drinks yeah. and stuff. You literally heard like ice on glasses <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> and, and so anyway, yeah, uh but I don't know. I really liked it. I thought it was a good movie. I think that it now, you know, I, we both I I saw it opening weekend. I think you did too. Right. Yeah. Um, it was like the day after you went. So like, 
I think right now it's kind of running a risk of being overhyped because I've heard nothing but yeah constant praise about it. And it's a good film. It's just not like the best movie ever or anything like that. But it's a good movie. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I thought it was really solid. Yeah. Liked it. I will say since the last podcast and in fact, more specifically last night, I saw one of the best found footage movies I've ever seen in my life. It was go on really, really good. And it had more tension like than any film I've seen recently. Now it could be that it was two in the morning, a stormy night. I'm watching alone. Just like, like all of these elements came together. Like kind of like how I have told on this podcast before I saw the night, the nightmare and optimal uh, situation. And that film was scary yeah. as shit anyway. And so that, that was kind of how this one was. It was called hell house LLC. And I'd seen people talk about it on Reddit a while back, but it popped up on either shutter or Amazon prime. It's hard for me to differentiate because on the fire stick, it kind of throws both of them together. Um, yeah. And so, uh, it, it was on one of those two services and I was like, Oh, I've heard of this. Pop it on really good. Like insanely good. I will say the ending sucked ass. <laughs> so <laughs> I mean, but it would run close to being like at least a four and a half star without the ending, probably a four star film. Hmm. Uh, maybe not the best found footage I've ever seen, but it's up there with Blair Witch and like paranormal activity, except for it's nowhere. Willow Creek. I didn't remember. You loved it. I, I didn't really care for Willow Creek. <sighs> <I'm> Go <sorry>. on. <laughs> no, the tent scene killed me. No, this is completely different uh, in the sense that like, okay, you have time for everything to like die down in both of those films, you know, crazy shit happens, Mm -hmm. die down, crazy shit happens, die down. And yes, it kind of does on this, but even when it's dying down, like weird shit is happening. Like, and all it is, is it's this, this uh, group of friends go out, they have a business running haunted houses. And so they go out and they buy hell house limited liability corporation yeah yeah uh i mean it doesn't go into their <laughs> incorporation stuff but i would assume by the title yes yeah. um, fair something. they're like no general partnership that's just the llc's part of <laughs> it's our initials <laughs> but, uh, oh god <laughs> but uh so they buy this uh hotel out in the middle of nowhere and this guy had killed himself in it. Okay. And so I think they were used to running, uh, they were used to running haunted houses like out in New York somewhere. And so they would go home and then they'd go stay there, you know, go home and then go and do the haunted house at night. Well, this, since they're not from there, they're living in this, in this haunted house. Right. And so the Mm -hmm. way this film, it it was kind of reminiscent of the film, the house is October built because they're both about, you know, haunted houses and shit. But the way this one did it completely right. Like 
oh my God, it was so smart of them to do it. Okay, by them living in a haunted house that they've put shit everywhere, there's shit everywhere all the time, you know? So like whenever they're yeah, just yeah. looking through the halls, it's like like clowns and masks with machetes and stuff. And so you're not sure where anything creepy is going to come from. And I'll tell you, there's some scenes in this that really I would put up there and just in terms of creep factor, maybe not like and not like long term stays with you scare, but like in terms of like, oh, shit, it just creep factor up there with the scariest shit I've ever seen. Huh? Really, really good. Like only because you have no clue, you know, they're screwed and, you know, around every corner there's something like there's a possibility of something. And so it's just, uh-huh. it's nuts. It, very, very good. I, I believe it was a super low budget film. Um, yeah, I don't know. I would say, check it out. If, if you, if it's on, you know, any of your streaming networks, it's worth a pay-per-view too. Really, really good. So cool. Cool. I'll check it out. Yeah. I like found footage stuff. Yeah. Uh, what else? What else have you seen lately? Uh, I watched. I finally watched Annihilation. That was good. Annihilation. That's like what? <laughs> the X Men. Natalie Portman. Oh. Huh? Oh, okay. Did yeah, the, the X Men movie. <laughs> Wasn't there an X Men Annihilation or something? Apocalypse. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Um. Okay. I yeah, mean, I've both. heard interesting things about that film, though. Not the X Men. Um, it was okay. It was kind of a slow burn, right? I mean, it was a sci-fi movie. Um, it was definitely horror, but there was like there was a lot of body horror in it. Oh, really? Right, and yeah, and a lot of like existential things. But like the actual horror scenes of it probably make up maybe you know a quarter of the movie total like it's not very many at all um yeah but they're good and there's this one scene with the bear and it's so creepy like so creepy see i didn't even know that that i don't want to get too much into it film i thought it was just straight sci-fi yeah no it's like it's a it's body horror too it's like straight up the thing oh that's cool so um, I mean, it's it's been out for a while, so it's like there's the whole plot of it is, you know, like there's this alien presence that's landed in a small town like off the uh, off the East Coast. I think they're in Maine. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's like infecting the area. And it's actually been there for a, a while before Natalie Portman gets, um, I guess, conscripted into going and investigating it. Uh, but what it's doing is like sort of rewriting like the biology of everything around it. So it's making like hybrids of things and stuff like they run across flowers that are like multiple types of flowers, like off of the same like plant, Mm -hmm. you know, and stuff. And then, they find like animals that are hybrid animals and some of them are even like, like hybrid fish? animal plants and stuff. What? I said like bear fish. Yes. Kind of. <laughs> uh, they find itself? a shark alligator. Oh, really? So, yeah. Um, 
And then there's this bear that attacks one of them, right? And then they're in uh, the place where they've set up camp, and the bear comes in, uh-huh. right? And like it screams, right? And this is this is like it's so. I'm I'm not gonna do it justice, like saying it, but it's so creepy in the context of the movie because it screams, but it screams like the the girl that he just killed, like the bear, it screams her last words. Like and it's all like twisted and stuff. And it's like that's like the bear's call, right? Like while it's like, you know, doing it. And it's just like it's so creepy. And like you can't really tell very it, it shows it a little bit in the movie, but like um her face, like her skull and stuff, is on the side of the bear's face. Like it's like blended into it, and it's like it's creepy, dude. Uh, like, <laughs> well, I'll check it out. I've heard yeah. a lot of good stuff about it, actually. Yeah, um, it was good. I liked it a lot. And I mean, th- you saw that on like at your house, right? Yeah, I watched it at my house. I was going to go see it at theater, but uh, I just was too busy, you know? And so by the time it was like, okay, it was already out on iTunes or whatever. Yeah. And so I was like, eh. Yeah, they like <laughs> rushed the streaming on it. It it was a yeah. big, expensive film that for some reason they just kind of shit canned. They said that yeah. it was like too and smart like, for audiences and hard to market. Like, Yeah, I mean, no, no, I can see it. It's sort of like a rival, you know, was also hard to market and hard to. Yeah, but that movie made tons of money. I know it was really good. Yeah, but this isn't making shit. They're just kind of dumping. No, it. it's not. <laughs> I know it was weird because like Natalie Portman's in it, and I think she's a good actress. And Oscar Isaac's is in it, and he's a good actor. And then um, uh, her like like the the head of the mission. I forgot who it was, but I know like I don't remember her name. But I, she's a good actress too. And it's like. It was really well made. Special effects were good. It was a neat plot. But yeah, it just didn't connect, apparently, with any audiences. <laughs> Except for everyone I've heard that watched it. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Exactly. But the thing is, is not many people actually watched it. Yeah, but they didn't like roll it out to many theaters. You know, they didn't yeah, give it a true. shot. They didn't market it. I didn't know what it was about. I was just like, oh, yeah, well. good. The music was good in it, too. Because, <laughs> um, like, it was especially at the end it was so alien like this the the music mm-hmm. it was so good but huh. anyway yeah um well, that sounds cool yeah i, I want to see it i mean i like body horror and i like watch when- it i mean like, like i said it doesn't have a lot of like hor- actual horror scenes it's much more sci-fi but the horror scenes it has are really well done and huh. then it's just like some of the like you know just just weirdness because it's not like videodrome or anything where he's pulling out you know <laughs> shit out of himself on the on a couch or whatever but it because a lot uh some of the body horror that happens in it um is like they roll up on it after the fact mm-hmm. you know and so like they see the aftermath of it yeah but it's it's neat huh it's a good movie well, yeah, it sounds cool. Um, before we go into uh, doing our, our film review, I wanted to uh, make mention of the saddest news of the week. That's, Is it? 
Does it involve Bruce Campbell? Yeah. Stars shit canned. Uh, uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> shit canned it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, pull out the Kleenexes because Stars just shit canned uh, Ash versus Evil Dead. That bums me out. Why would you clean up poop with tissues? I wasn't talking about poop. Shit canning things. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they just fired it. Like, it, they canceled. Oh, it. you're talking about like crying. Yeah, I was talking about crying. Okay. I thought you meant like cleaning up the shit can. Oh. Yeah, it was like, why this would you a do that? Show. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, but, but yeah, so that sucks. But yeah, at, at least supposedly the season finale, in which I've only seen the first two seasons, but the season finale of uh, season three. Is supposedly a, uh, you know, has a good series finale. Like a solid ending. Yeah. Which, it kind of bums me out. Like, I mean, uh, before I started watching it, you know, and I loved Evil Dead, before I mm-hmm. really started watching it, which was, you know, mid-year this year, uh, it was actually, or last year around Thanksgiving, because um, I bought it on a Thanksgiving sale, season one, then they put it on Netflix. But <clears throat> I hadn't really I remember given that. It was like the next day. <laughs> You're like, damn it. Do I? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I hadn't really given it a fair shake. I'd seen the first two episodes and then kind of quit. And it was off-putting because it was, you know, Ash, but then these two other characters, you know. And you're mm-hmm. kind of like, eh, you know, I don't really know them. I, you know, but as the series goes on, like, I can't imagine it any other way. It's so much better than just Ash alone, you know? And so, like, it really bums me out because I wonder how many Evil Dead fans there were that just didn't give this, like, a a shot because it wasn't, you know, in canon or whatever. Yeah, because it wasn't what they're used to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's... I mean, the, the the other side of that is, like, honestly... Like, honestly, how long do you think a horror comedy show is going to last on TV? Yeah, I mean, we should be happy that it even got three seasons. Exactly. Like, but, I mean, I mean there was a good chance of it you know, getting canceled midway through the first season. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? I don't know. I mean, it bums me out, but it's not, you know, I can't imagine it going 20 years, but hell, look at Supernatural. Yeah. You know? Don't you badmouth Supernatural? I'm not, but shit, it's a monster <laughs> of the week thing. You know? Yeah. It's been on for like 13 seasons now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But so, it was all about that Scooby Doo episode. That's that what just I was happened. just going to ask. How was it? It was so good. So good. And they went to a specific episode in Scooby Doo history, which I thought was kind of interesting. Right. And so, like, Dean knew what was supposed to happen because he's like a huge Scooby-Doo fan growing up mm-hmm. and then everything got weird and then um, lots of murder in Scooby-Doo <laughs> and then uh, like uh, I'll, I'm going to spoil it for you because I know you don't care do it, but, you better do it. like it was funny because like you know where they're from like mm-hmm. in quote unquote the real world, like demons and ghosts and stuff actually exist, right? But in Scooby Doo, except for Monster Island, which I don't think we really talk about, um, 
<laughs> like Scooby Doo is always like you know people dressed up in in you know masks and stuff. For the and most this part, was yeah. like an episode, huh? I said for the most part, yeah. What? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, this was like a, an episode that was set back then, like in the in old school Scooby Doo, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's what it was still. And like they're explaining that ghosts and stuff exist because it's an actual ghost in the episode, right? Yeah. And like the gang has like an existential breakdown, and it's like hilarious because they, they can't handle that it's like real, and like they kind of go a little nuts and stuff, and then. So they have to like frame it in such a way that it looks like the ghost was really fake the whole time and the gang was right. <laughs> it's it so good. Huh. But yeah. Anyway, yeah, it was it was funny. Well, was I will I will check out that episode only. <laughs> yeah, you should. No. Um it, yeah. All right. Well, you want to take oh, real oh. quick before we get into it, <laughs> just, um, hit just me because we're, we're nearing huh? 30 minutes on the intro. <laughs> oh, my God. It's been like weeks since we've had an episode. I got you. We've got to we've, we've got to have episode release. Yeah. <laughs> so, so just real quick, um, you mentioned the saddest news of the week. Um I think I'll mention maybe the happiest news of the week. Uh, <laughs> did you? <laughs> did you? <laughs> did you hear uh, who's scoring the new Halloween movie? No. John Carpenter. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> I I was half expecting you to be like me. I got it. I don't know how I've been silent on this. <laughs> like, really? <laughs> You're scoring oh, a Halloween movie. No. Oh my god! If <laughs> I, I would have like called you immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Craig. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Find quit, a new co-host. <laughs> I've quit the podcast and our friendship. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, you want to take a uh, quick break? We'll come back with our review of uh, Midnight. I still, I'll steal your soul. All right, we are back. We are talking at midnight. I'll steal your soul. So, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. It's just, go on. <laughs> There's no way. All right, say that, say that, uh, you know, that title real calm. Yeah. At midnight, I'll steal your soul. Like, midnight, there's no way I'll to say it. Soul. With, yeah, there's no way to say the title without sounding like a pud. <laughs> it was a different time. Yeah. It is 1964. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. go to the theater to and see. Also in Brazil. Yeah, it was the first Brazilian horror film. Yeah, I um, heard. I also looked at the Wikipedia page. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> um, so yeah, it, uh, it it's a film. It's the first from Coffin Joe. I don't know his real name, but that dude's still kicking around. Uh, Jose Marins, Marins, right? Yeah. And I had always wanted to watch. Uh, I, I skipped films. his middle name because I know I'm going to butcher it. Jose Mojica so, Marins. 
Yeah. <laughs> I, I say it with uh, all the confidence in the world, and it could be wrong. Probably is. <laughs> Most likely is, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so at midnight, I'll steal. Or I'll, oh, I keep saying steal. It's I'll take your soul. I, I take your soul, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And oh, well, so, that makes it way easier to say with yeah, yeah. a straight face. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, basically, I'm, summary wise, um, this guy's just kind I, of a I bastard. Think, I think the IMDb summary is, is quite good. We'll, we'll do this. A gravedigger prowls the city in search of a female to bear him a son. And that's it. That's like the actual plot. Yeah, that's pretty much it. But he's just kind of a bastard right he is a dick like, like like his best friend he, he wants his girlfriend and he's just like all right well i'll kill the best friend you know? yeah yeah like he doesn't think any he doesn't think twice about it and he's like oh go ahead sorry n- no i was just gonna say it's like you know he's he's already married like he's got a wife okay and she's barren Right. And so she can't give him the son that she wants. And so he's just like, eh, maybe my best friend Antonio's wife will do it. You <laughs> yeah, know? Yeah. So I'll just kill him and then rape her because he's a horrible person. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I will say I've been wanting to watch this film for a long time. You know, okay. I, I really didn't know where to watch it. Uh, and then we saw that it was on YouTube. <laughs> so it turns out. Turns out several versions on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, it it delivered. Like, I really, really enjoyed it. You know, okay, I'm glad you said that. Because, all right. Um, 1964, mm-hmm. right? Super low budget. First movie or first horror movie um, from out of, out of Brazil, right? Mm-hmm. And I really enjoyed it. Yeah, like I liked it so much more than I was expecting to, because you know you you see all like the like the I guess DVD covers and stuff that you see of it now, and it's just like it looks like a bad like movie made today. You know what I mean? Like like his costumes ridiculous Mm -hmm. and stuff, and it just looks bad. And like I'm watching this movie, and you know the the whole time I'm just like. You know, this is a movie. And then I don't know something about like the last 10 minutes of it. Like it clicked and I was like, I actually really like this movie. I was all in the entire time. I I loved it. I, I thought it was just fun. Um, now, was it a good movie? Probably not. Uh, Probably not. But it was just fun. He was just such a bastard. And yeah. And, like, anytime anyone would say anything remotely religious, he would just, like, scoff at him and stuff. Like, yeah. <laughs> it, but, because it's like, okay, he it, at first, I wasn't sure if this was supposed to be a period piece, right? Because a lot of it looks like it could be the, like, late 1800s, mm-hmm. right? But then every once in a while, there would be a piece of more modern technology or something like a lamp in the background yeah. or whatever. So I guess it's just really set in like probably the 60s. <laughs> Coffin Joe, uh, hand me your iPhone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but it's like he lives in this in this, I guess, you know, very small, probably remote town in in Brazil, right? And they're super religious in it. Like 
super religious like having uh it starts off in uh easter on good good friday mm-hmm. right and they're having like you know a parade and stuff like an easter parade and he's like he comes home from work which by the way he is so callous about <laughs> yeah about- being a grave digger <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's like he hates everyone that's like even dead, you know. It's mm-hmm. like, but he comes home and he wants like uh, dinner from his wife, right? And he's like, "I want meat," and she's like, "But it's Good Friday, you can't have meat." And he's like, "Ah!" and gets all pissed off and goes down to the store to eat to buy a lamp, right? Yeah, and they're like, and then, we- then "There's yeah. a scene where the parade's going by his window, and he's just <laughs> eating meat in front of him." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like laughing and showing him the meat he's eating, and it's like if you need to know, it, like you honestly don't need to know any more about Coffin Joe's character than that. No, it's which like, is weird because there's so many that are like, okay, dogmatic transgressions that he does, like that, you know, where it's yeah. like not really part of the religion but it's the tradition you know specific to that sect of christianity right yeah and 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 so there's so many transgressions as far as that that he does that it kind of takes away like you're like oh man and then like the next step is like murder (laughs) you know it's like like, huh Huh. Yeah, and it's like he plays in a poker game with these guys, right? Yeah, and like yeah. the dude doesn't want to give him his winnings, and he just like straight up cuts off his fingers with a broken bottle. Yeah, and he's just like, yeah, and he's like, doctor, this man cut himself or something like that. <laughs> like, right, he's so- a terrible person. Like seriously, he is one mustache twirl away from being a cartoon character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like, l- like literally. <laughs> And it's amazing. Like <laughs> this movie, it's it's a horror movie, and it you know it's like a old school sort of semi gothic horror movie, right? Um, and it's it's interesting because the main character is the villain. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, everyone else in the town is nice and like good people. Yeah, they're normal good people, <laughs> and like we follow around the worst person in town. And it's it's funny. He has like no redeeming qualities <laughs> at all. He is our main character, and it is freaking enjoyable. Yeah, I was <laughs> thinking about that. Like, okay, so the villain in this film if he's the good guy then the, yeah. <laughs> then the villain i guess is the gypsy that curses him yeah but but it, but, it, but like her but, curse is for like him to get his comeuppance yeah, yeah you know it's like it's like not even a bad curse well it's like it's well i mean it's a curse i understand <laughs> but i mean it's like that he'll be punished for his transgressions yeah it's like, it's like, yeah, um, <laughs> it's what it is. No, like, I mean this film was awesome. I, I <laughs> totally loved it. In fact, I, if I can find the uh, the box set, I, I want to buy of the it. trilogy. Yeah, yeah. What sucks is I'm pretty sure one time at, at a pawn shop I saw the three disc set and didn't get it. I mean, if you it, honestly, if you saw this and didn't know what it was. No, you know, I, but see, I've been you, vaguely aware of this at least since I worked at IEL in Texas City. So 2007, yeah. like this, like there's a few films. Okay, this, like the Paul Nashy stuff that that uh, he did, 
and uh, the uh, Jalo, you know, the uh, Bava Jalo films have all been on my radar. Mm-hmm. And and of those, I have a few Bava films, but that's it. Like those are the three that I'm totally unfamiliar with, but because of uh, older podcasts that I used to listen to, um, you know, they kind of made me familiar with it and, and wanting to check them out. And I can't believe that I, I ran across it and was like, eh, but yeah, if I didn't know what it was, I, I, you know, I, yeah, I mean, just, no just, I have just looking at it. Yeah. yeah. Cause he looks stupid. I mean, he's wearing a top hat. He has a big cape. He wears all like just all like Victorian, uh, type shit without the, without like the frills. Yeah, that's one of the reasons why I wasn't sure if it was supposed to be a period piece or not. Because he's the only one in town that dresses like yeah, that. And his best friend Everyone is else like, dresses why do like you do that? Normal. You know? Yeah. Like, like, maybe Antonio thought it was just like a goth phase in high school and he would like grow out of it. And then it's like, oh, you know, it's like too late to tell him because they're, they're like in their 40s now. And it's just like, you know... Uh, Joe's never going to change. And see, here's what I don't get. Okay. So he gave, he seems to have a superpower, right? Yeah, he totally does. Like he <laughs> gives people this eye, uh, like a mean eye. And then all of a sudden his eye, like he starts getting bloodshot. I, I assume it's black yeah. and white. And then he murders. Yeah. Well that, or they do his bidding, you know, yeah. or they kind of turn yeah, around. He, 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 but is at he's, the same time, he rejects everything supernatural. But it's like, dude, you're pulling the supernatural ability out. You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, he's, a, he's a complex individual. Yeah, not only that. Okay, before they, you know, he gets his comeuppance and all that. After he's already cursed, like, there's all sorts of crazy shit happening in his house. You know, he's he's murdered and all this stuff. And, like, there's, like, you know, just traditional, not ghosty, but, like, you know, you're about to get smote by God type stuff, you know? <laughs> and he's just, like, laughing at it in the house. And he's like, come and get me. You don't, you know, you don't exist. Nothing exists. And, like, dude, you're seeing yeah. this shit. Like, how are yeah, you it's literally happening to you you have superpowers maybe you need to start like paying attention a little bit more but okay so my thing is he goes on a murder spree right but it's it's over the course of several months okay Uh because it starts on good friday um you know which depending on the time of year is april march okay and then it ends in the day of the dead which is november 2nd yeah Okay, so so he kills a few people over the course of a couple months, right? Um, including his wife and his best friend, and then his best friend's wife kills herself, mm-hmm. right? And there's all these things that are happening, and nope. for some reason, nobody. Even though that happens, <laughs> well, even though that happens, and also he's been shown to have murdering superpowers and just like cutting off random people's hands and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. There's not enough evidence to convict him. Nobody <laughs> you even know suspects him. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Like, there's one point after um, the 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 wife, or after the one chick kills herself, right? Where like there's one person who tries to like kind of like, go after him a little bit, like he kind of lunges a little, and a guy holds him back, and he's like, "No, there's no evidence." 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's like, it's like, okay, I don't care, you know, if it is the 1960s, okay? I feel like if you live in a remote town in Brazil, right? And there's strange murders going on. Yeah, due process. Um, there might be some away. vigilante justice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there might be some vigilante justice on the one dude who like is evil in the yeah. town. Yeah, if you have suspects, <laughs> all right, you're trying to dwindle your list of suspects, and you have all the townsfolk that participate in this religious parade and everything yeah. religious. And I'm not saying that, you know, all religious people are, you know, sound, you know, but what yeah, I'm saying is they, you see that. And then you see the guy who everyone around him dies and he's eating meat <laughs> in his window at the people. Who's yeah. the, who's it going to be? I mean, you, yeah, you've got like three suspect pools. You've, you've got the, the God fearing people. You've got the dude who's clearly evil, and then the gypsy who tells people their futures and, you know, uh, curses people every once in a while, but not even really that bad of curses, you know? I mean, I don't know how you can get worse than the curse she put on him. <laughs> he deserved it, though. Yeah, he did. He was a bastard. But yeah, there's something really totally, totally awesome about the character. Yeah. I mean, it's not... Yeah, Oh, go ahead. No, it's not what? It's not the film as much as the character that's awesome about this. You know, he's just such yeah. a bastard. I mean, <laughs> for, for what it's worth, though, I mean, like a low budget 60s movie, I mean, it's still shot pretty well. I mean, it's got okay special effects. Yeah. You know, um, he gouges out a dude's eyeballs and sets them on fire. It's not like that yeah. bad. Okay, so um, it opens. Music's with- good. Like, I mean, remember like, it opens with the kills from later in the film? Like, it opens with him just beating the crap out of that woman? Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh. Like, <laughs> zero to 60, right? <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, 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 okay. Cons are, it is a little melodramatic sometimes. Mainly <laughs> him, right? And but, a little more than a little. To, to me, though, like, to me, though, it, it made it better. Like, like I said, like there was something about it and I think it might've just been how melodramatic it got in the last 10 minutes or like 15 minutes, you know, whenever like God's wrath is upon him and it's like, it's like, there's something like almost charming about it. I don't know (laughs) because it's, it's just, I don't know how to explain it. It was incredibly enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I I loved it. Um, I would think if I'm giving it an honest rating, it's a three and a half out of five. Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely like. I thought it. <laughs> I enjoyed it so so much. I laughed really hard at so much in the film, and not that it was so bad. It was good or anything like that. It's just some of the character choices and stuff. It's just. Okay, even like I laughed at the opening. Well, I guess it's one of the one of the first scenes. Whenever he's uh, the townsfolk, they're lowering the person into the grave, and then they look, and then it's him, like in the cemetery, like sticking out like a <laughs> like a sore thumb. It's him, like with yeah, the cape spread. At, at, that's before before you notice he's a or before you know he's an undertaker. Oh yeah, and you're just like, what is this dude just hanging out? Mm-hmm. You know, um, but. I don't know. (laughs) 
he he had some some pretty good lines too. Like whenever he was like, uh, anybody I have to kill, I'll charge double to Barry. <laughs> it was like charge him for his effort to kill them too. <laughs> it was good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. But yeah, I mean, like, honestly, it's probably a three and a half, but I liked it. I'm going to give it a four. Oh, it, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, I'm just giving it the rating that I believe it deserves. Yeah. I, I Like I said, I. So I, five. I, <laughs> yeah. I, I totally loved it. Um, so, yeah, check it out. Uh, like we said, it's free on YouTube. So, yeah. There's actually one of them updated um, or uploaded by his actual character on YouTube. <laughs> no, really? Yeah, there's. Uh, it, it's not. It's Coffin Joe in you know mm-hmm. Spanish. Well, yeah. not Spanish. Portuguese. Uh, Portuguese. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, uh, yeah, Portuguese, because uh, that's the language yeah. of Brazil. <laughs> and the more you know. <laughs> <laughs> all right well uh yeah so do you want to like, unsure facts on b and e that's the language of brazil <laughs> yeah all right well you want to take a break come back and uh review tracy fahey's the unheimlich maneuver sure all right we'll be back And we're back with the Unheimlich Maneuver from Tracy Fahey. Um, It's a collection of short stories, uh, first published in 2016. I'm not sure under what publishing company, but um, I guess redistributed, republished by Sinister Horror Company um, like a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Came out in, in March. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... Uh, what happened, you know, we saw uh, Justin Park, he's been on the show twice. Um, he, I think so. Yeah. 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 He, uh, helps run. I don't know if he runs it or if he helps run. I I don't know. He's definitely involved with the sinister horror company. And he had put out, uh, whenever it was coming out he was like, you know, he put out just this very, very high praise saying that, you know, he, absolutely loves this book. He's so proud for it to be on, uh, you know, on their company and all this stuff. And so I was like, man, we're going to have to check that out. And so, uh, you know, I was like, Hey bud, <laughs> remember how you remember how we're friends? Uh, and so he gave us a review copy. <laughs> so anyway, um, and then we took, I don't know, a month and a half to read it. <laughs> <laughs> because of our shows. It's just the way things lined up. Yeah. Yep. So anyway, um Yeah. We so never for, tell people we'll we'll do things in a timely manner. Yeah, in fact, like three weeks ago I was like, Man, sorry it's taking so long. We're gonna get to it. And he's like, Oh, okay. And then, you know, three more weeks passed. So just just make sure you do it before it's out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh but yeah, so Tracy Fahey, uh, this is the sorry, first. Sorry, Justin. <laughs> yeah, sorry, bud. Um, this is the first I have read anything by her. Um, yeah, me too. 
she apparently, I mean, this is not, uh, you know, this isn't her first rodeo. Uh, there, she's done quite a few, <laughs> looks like there's uh, quite a few short stories and stuff. And then she has this, this book, uh, you know, the Unheimlich maneuver and the girl in the fort are the two books that she's promoting on her website. Um, Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, this was a very uh, different type of collection than what we're used to covering. Um, yes, and you know, definitely not a bad thing. Um, but I, I don't know. Do you want to do these like one by one, or how do you want to do these? <coughs> well, okay. This is what? How many of them is there? Like a dozen. <laughs> sure. Neither of us really even looked that up. Well, yeah, Baker's one, dozen. two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Thirteen. Okay. So I was close, and then you nailed it. But as a joke, I think. Yeah. <laughs> um, so there's there's thirteen of them. Um even though this is like a collection of short stories, they are very dense. Um so I was thinking what we could do is maybe just go through like a, maybe like a cursory, you know, summary of them and then maybe pick like one or two of them that we really liked. Mm-hmm. And talked about them more in depth. Yeah. I don't know. We probably should have made a plan for this beforehand. Um, no, that sounds good to me. I think we've done that way in the past, in the past. Yeah. Like- we, we, we usually have for like the the longer short story collections. Yeah. So. <laughs> okay. So, so you can just kind of run through them real quick. Yeah. Coming back. Um, I enjoyed. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I don't, I don't really know. This is about a. a it's a, a lady who awakes in a hospital, and it's her dealing out of with a coma. That. Yeah, out of a coma. Yeah. Basically, you know, waking up and mm-hmm. things are different and, you know, hijinks ensue. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> super, super hijinky. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's not at all. Yeah. We're, we're great book reviewers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ghost Estate Phase 2. I mean, uh-huh. let's just, yeah, let's just run down them real quick and then we'll come back. Okay. Okay. Uh, goes to state phase two um, by another chick who's living in a subdivision that's not done yet. Um, and in one of the uh, additions, I guess, to the subdivision um, called phase two, where they're expanding it um, is currently under construction. And there's some weird goings ons. Yeah. Um, okay. Your turn. <laughs> okay. What is it? Walking the borderlines. <laughs> I am not remembering what this one is. Uh, <laughs> that's the one where um, she can like uh, hear ghosts or things, and then she meets the the guy who's seen ghosts. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. Uh, long shadows. E. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay this one damn i really should have written these down because like the the titles are all just like vaguely gothic you know what i'm saying so yeah yeah um, okay so that's the one with the chick describing her dreams to the psychiatrist okay yeah i like that one a lot not a reoccurring dream but reoccurring themes and characters in her dream yeah 
Yeah, I really, really like a character that smiles. And yeah, <laughs> anyway, yeah, yeah, I really, really like that one. I thought it was fun. It was wait, wait for it. We're not there yet. Okay, <laughs> but it's not my favorite. So anyway, okay. You said a couple of them. Woman next door. Woman next yeah. door. This is my favorite. Um, <laughs> it's about a lady that has, she has a child. She's, um, almost, it comes across as if she has like postpartum uh, yeah. and she sees her next door neighbor who also has a child and she has her life completely together and she's envious and she grows very, very, uh, you know, obsessive over this new neighbor. Yeah. Um, tracing the specter. Um, hold on a second. Mm-hmm. What? Oh, yeah, yeah. This is the one with the the, the ghost ghost hunters, paranormal, yeah, researchers. Yeah, they they're actually like on a government grant to do it, which is awesome. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. So you you know, night in a haunted house, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Uh, and, and how. I guess all of these kind of are how the ramifications on life after, but yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, papering over the cracks, um, it's almost kind of felt reminiscent of uh, the yellow wallpaper. A woman becomes obsessive over new house. Uh, she gets a new house with her husband. She becomes obsessive over the attic and um, yeah. and this drawing, or I guess it was, was it drawing or was it a painting? Can't yeah, is it drawing under? the wallpaper in the yeah. attic. Yeah. And it just looked exactly like her and she becomes yeah. obsessed to the point of not being able to do anything else other than just kind of stare and wonder and research this drawing in her aunt. Yeah. Who I didn't say, but the aunt owned the house before her. <laughs> uh, two face. Mm-hmm. Um, is this the one with the cul-de-sac? Mm. No, 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 no. Sorry. So like some of the some of the like we said some of the titles are so just like vaguely gothic that I can't remember which one. Oh no, this is the yeah. one with the twin. No, no, no is it not? No, this is uh. Hold oh, on, this yeah, is the, yeah, the couple that's yeah uh, the couple it, that's uh in doing the touring of like the the mortuary and stuff like that. Yeah, like and they're, this they're one on, like a sightseeing tour isn't even a horror tale really. Like to me, no. it was just kind of like uh, a couple in limbo, like an existential, t- not even existential, you know, couples fighting. <laughs> yeah, that's like definitely not existential because that is a normal thing that people do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yep. Uh, all right. uh, something nasty in the woodshed. Yeah. A woman finds out that her husband is not exactly, or was it boyfriend? I not who he seems. Yeah, yeah basically. Um, and uh, she, it doesn't really say until much later in the story, and I don't want to give away, but she sees something in the woodshed, and it changes her life, changes the husband's life, and uh, paparazzi's on it. Yeah. Um, sealed. E. <laughs> Which one was this one? All right. right. Just every time. (laughs) Well, I I thought I was doing something in the woodshed, so I thought you were going to take it. Oh, I don't know. Uh, I thought we were just kind of going back and forth. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what sealed is. Let's see. 
Uh, hold on. Um, <laughs> we should have written it down. We're terrible at this. This is what happens when we're so off our game. I know. I know. We only had 100 episodes to prepare. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, this oh. is the one with the chick who's in her, like, she's in an abusive relationship. And oh, yeah. she's kind of, like, stuck in the house. Yeah. You know, she's she's almost like a, I mean there's there's other things beside that, but like she's basically a prisoner in her own home. Yeah. Sealed, if you will, in her house. <laughs> uh, right. a lovely place to live. Mm-hmm. Um that's where uh they she moves into a new house in this cold sack mm-hmm. and things are not what they seem. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. I look like you. I speak like you. I walk like you. This is a That's twin. twin one. Yeah, this is twins. They, uh, they did not grow up together, but they're reconnecting later in life. One of them's in a great relationship. One of them's in a terrible relationship. Neither of their families know about the other one. It's, and, a, it's a little single white female. Yeah. And then looking for wild goose lodge. Um, <laughs> um, it's, that's the one where uh, her grandmother tells her a story about this bad things that happened at this church or it wasn't a church. It was the lodge. Yeah. And, um, lodge. She's <laughs> yeah. She's trying to uh, find it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, okay. Yeah. So what was your favorite? My favorite. Let me look at the title of it because <laughs> the damn titles. <laughs> um, my favorite was the woman next door. I, I really liked. I look like you. I speak like you. I walk like you, as well as something nasty in the woodshed and papering over the cracks. I, I, those would be my four. Yeah, but- honestly, yeah, I think those are my favorite too. Like, uh, I really liked paper overing the cracks, um, and I think I think something nasty in the woodshed was probably my favorite because uh, just because it's kind of weird. To do like not so much time skips, but like that, you know, where in a movie it would be like three days later, you know, like <laughs> that sort of thing in a book is kind of weird. Uh-huh. But I think it, it, it was really neat because you just kind of got to see this like, you know, um, gradual change, but you had a time frame for it. But I think that one was my favorite. Uh I, I really liked, you know, paper over the cracks because uh, it was like this, you know, vaguely, you know, picture of Dorian Gray, like gothic supernatural thing. Yeah. But like not in your face about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, look like you speak like you walk like you was good. Um, I also liked coming back the first one mm-hmm. the, about coming out of a coma. Um, cause it was, again, it was, <clears throat> it wasn't so much that it was pound you over the face horror, but it was like this feeling of dread because it's like, you don't even really know who you are, yeah, you know? And it's like, you don't know who you are. You don't know where you, what you've been. You don't know if the person you feel like you are right now, you should feel like. Mm-hmm. You know, and to me, that's terrifying. Yeah. You know, like, it's just like that loss of sense of self mm-hmm. is you know, really scary to me because yeah. it's super realistic, you know, but, um, but I don't know. Uh, 
I, I really liked, I mean, there was so much uh, that I really oh, yeah. liked. And, Long Shadows was cool, too. Long Shadows. I That's the one I keep the, Oh, that's the dream the one? Yeah, that one was one. cool. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, honestly, my, my least favorite were the first two, Coming Back and Ghost Estate Phase 2. And then it really, really kind of kicked it up from there for me. Um, I liked I, Ghost Estate. It was, it was good. The, the one that... For some reason, uh, a lovely place to live, the cul-de-sac one, mm-hmm. um, f- couldn't keep my attention. Yeah, I, I, I wasn't. I wasn't all about that one. That to me was the weakest one. Uh, for me, the weakest but, was looking for Wild Goose Lodge. Really, I, I yeah. kind of liked that one. Well, I I, I kind of liked it in the sense that. Do you remember '66 by Matthew Stott? We covered. It kind of had uh-huh. a Jeepers Creepers vibe. Um, yeah. I like when people go back to research, uh, you know, lore and tales about that where, yeah. where they go back, but because there wasn't really like the ninth gate, I, I haven't ever seen it. I own it on VHS. That's basically, basically the majority of that movie is Johnny Depp in library. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll have to watch it. Uh, I've never watched from hell or sleepy hollow either. Huh? Yeah. Um, Okay. So, uh, I really like those where you kind of go back and, you know, uh, check out lore and, and that's yeah. what it was. Yeah. But, and especially like on a per, like whenever it's personal to the person, you know, like to the character. Yeah. Like, so this is something she grew up with and then she found out it was real. And, and so it's like kind of reconnecting yeah. with her past. And yeah. Here, here's what I didn't like about it. Cause it'd be like, it's 1945, <laughs> not 1945, but you know, 1986, yeah. 19 or 2012, 1992, the time skips around it just kind of bothered me. Cause it was like, I mean, where are we going with this? And then it doesn't really go <laughs> anywhere, you know? Like that was my only problem with it is like, okay, this would have been cool if it had gone into a longer work, but for, for stories that, you know, a 10 page story or, or, or something. I really like, to me, it didn't really do much for me. Um, now. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. I think honestly, more than anything, it was just the loss of possibility that of what it could have been, or my expectations that were subverted by, by a totally different story, you know? So I think that that's what yeah. the problem was for me. Um, okay. But it's yeah, probably valid. Yeah. So I just kind of uh, wanted something. Okay. Else. So, uh, I'm I'm kind of glad you mentioned the ending thing because I felt like if there was one real criticism that I had for this is that a lot of the endings just kind of seemed like, oh crap, I need to wrap this up. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. But you, you know what I mean? Yes, it, I do. Because it would be like some of them would be like, you know, this big build up, big build up, and then it was like. Uh, I ran out of space. Yeah. And it was like, it was a ghost. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think there were any that were that but, cheap. Yeah, I, but I know, but I, mean, I didn't want to spoil anything. A lot of them had stand by me type endings. Well, not really a lot of them, but a few of them had stand by me type endings. It's like, and that was the story of that. I hope that, I hope that I'm a changed person or something. You know what I'm saying? Like something that kind of yeah. just wraps it up, but doesn't really, uh, complete a story arc or anything, but I think honestly that might be a criticism of this length fiction in and of itself, where it's like 15 pages. You know, you start in Act Two. Yeah, it is. You go hard, to it is hard to do a, a a satisfactory ending sometimes in really short 
fiction. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Um, I don't think that it's like specific to now, this. But, no, no. I mean, it worked for some of them, you know, um, but then some of them, it was just like, I was kind of left wondering, you know, like kind of what the hell happened <laughs> in a couple of them. But like, there were some of them where that type of ending, um, you know, like Long Shadows, for example, has one of those endings yeah but that ending's awesome it, but it but it, exactly but it worked you know and I'm, I'm just saying some of them worked some of them didn't um now that being said though uh like the the stories were written really well you know i mentioned earlier it was very dense like these were Maybe, maybe that's what it was. Maybe it's because they were so dense and so full that they felt like they were, you know, bigger stories than they actually were. And so then that like sort of quick payoff at the end to me didn't fit stylistically. Yes. Uh, it, it, her, her writing. It, does style, that make sense? Yeah. Her writing style is the opposite of Ernest Hemingway. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like there was but, no, no, it, it was it was it was deep. It was like symbolist, you know, um, th- there was a lot to unpack there. And it was it was done really well. You know, it's like uh, it was it was deep and dense without being like too much of a like slog, you know? <laughs> yeah. If, if that makes sense. Like it was still, it was still captivating. Um Except for that cul-de-sac one, I don't know what it was about that one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I got you. Uh, no, uh, okay. One thing that I, I found, and I don't know that it's really a problem because you know collections are more like to show off your writing style, and and, and you know they yeah, they're a portfolio. It's like a it's like a demo reel. Yeah. So collections are like that anthologies typically are themed this one seemed to have a theme even though it's a collection not really an anthology it was all about you know uh the horrors existing in the mundane you know Mm -hmm. Uh, and lots of architecture (laughs) lots about architecture yeah i think that's like the gothic style that creeps into it but (laughs) um (laughs) yeah (laughs) <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I I think I'm just wired different than than you know uh, the brain that comes up with with this because I'm just like look at that shitty shed. And if I was writing, <laughs> if if I was writing that that's exactly what it would be. Just like oh man oh you okay all right so go, here okay um, I'm pitching you an idea mm-hmm. okay you need to write like a gothic horror short story or something like that okay but big, big ass like, castle huh do, yeah, yeah exactly like do it like that do like a gothic horror be like and so and, and like the shitty shed by craig wade you know, it's like, yeah well that's kind of like uh what was it the house that dripped blood uh i i don't i think that's the name of it we had pitched or i had pitched it to cover on the show but for some reason or another we didn't we should. We it's usually kind just of, forget. It's kind of written like that. Like it's just like real like crass, but it's like a, a, a gothic uh, slash slasher tale. But uh, whoa, yeah, it's like do do like gothic horror if it was what? Oh, could you not hear that? Okay, I heard a whoa. Yeah, the whoa <laughs> was uh, our theme music just started playing real loud in my ear. So oh, we're, we're being played off. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yep. But anyway, so uh, we were talking about a theme. No, nothing. Uh, we in the mundane. Yeah, that and a lot of stories about like uh, obsession or people that lost mm-hmm. their mind and stuff like that. And that's fine. Yeah. That's totally fine. Or even there was a few sort of like of loss of control. Mm-hmm. Lots of lots of shitty husbands in this. <laughs> yeah. Lots of real bastards. Um, uh, but yeah, it, I don't know. It, it just, to me, uh, it felt less like a portfolio and more like an anthology, even though the writing style was very similar. You know, it, it mm-hmm. felt like this is like, oh, suburban ghost or some shit like that. You know, <laughs> so anyway, but um, I don't know. I, I enjoyed it. I really, really uh, enjoyed it. I thought that it was a good change of pace uh you know because we have a tendency not really even on purpose but we have a tendency to cover like a lots of extreme horror and stuff that's not existential by any means you know yeah <laughs> it's just like yeah like oh yeah uh, killers and, and monsters <laughs> and stuff and it was cool to have something completely different um yeah I mean, not to to complete the bingo card or anything, but it did have, you know, sort of a Lovecrafty feel (laughs) sometimes. Not like his, you know, not like the actual Lovecraft mythos, you know, like Cthulhu stuff, but like just that sort of, you know, it's a gothic take on things. You know, it's very Poe, very, you know, Lovecraft where it's like, it's horror, but it's not like monsters and killers necessarily you know there's a a lot of dread in the book yeah 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 i and honestly that the story uh damn i I keep forgetting the damn names of these stories but uh the woman next door i was about to say story about that lady next door (laughs) anyway that one i loved like i i was just like wow i i Kelsey was sitting there asleep next to me and I got up to go use the restroom and she was like, what are you doing? And I was like, reading. She's like, anything good? And I was like, yes. <laughs> I was like, this is awesome. And she's like, what's it about? So I tell her what it's about. And she's like, huh? <laughs> like That's what you're reading. <laughs> that sounds sad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Horribly sad. Um, but no, I mean, really, really good. I, I really, really enjoyed it. Was this lady from the UK, I'm assuming? Uh, I know she was published in the UK, but being it's like so much of a preference for like um, a particular location, I would assume Ireland. Yeah. Because there was a lot of Irish people in this book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Including one guy who had a full chest tattoo of the flag of Ireland. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, yeah. So it says uh, the girl in the fort was published October 2017. It's based on folk stories about Nasid. I don't know, and ring forts and Irish folklore. So I would assume, yeah, she's probably Irish. Um, yeah. Either that but or, yeah, she yeah she mentions like fairy rings and stuff like that in one of them, mm-hmm. um, and it's like that's like real, real Irish stuff. Uh, Sid, yeah, or Shay is is I think how you actually pronounce that. Uh, that's fairies. That's like Irish fairies. Oh, okay. Um, that that's like the dark ones though. 
Uh-oh. Um, like you know, like what was that on Hallow? That movie about dark fairies. The other like came out a few years back. Wasn't it like mold? <laughs> I don't know. I never saw it. I thought it was about, like fairies that steal a baby. Oh, maybe so. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right. I think I'm thinking of a yeah. different movie. Because like in Irish folklore and stuff, like fairies are like most of them are evil. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would say Ireland. I don't know. Um, yeah, it was also all signs point to Ireland. I guess we could look it up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know how to exactly word my feelings for this book, because on one hand, you know, I mentioned that being kind of like the weakness is that it felt like it, it was rehashing a lot of the same tone, you know, same tone, same themes uh, in multiple tales. But on the flip side, there's something, uh, there was something about it that was almost like, uh, almost Twilight Zone-y in the sense that like, oh, things should be fine, but they're not, you know, over and over. And that's not really, that's what I'm saying. I'm having trouble finding the words to put into it. Because it's almost like, you know, when, you know, the uncanny, uncanny valley type shit, like when robots look superhuman or they look very, very human, but there's something just wrong, you know? Yeah. It's like that, but obviously no robots, you know? And, <laughs> which, by the way, where the fuck are the robots? <laughs> that, that's my criticism. Where are the robots? Um, but... Uh, no, I, I I don't know. I really really enjoyed it. I don't know that I'm that interested. Um, maybe I am. I don't know. Uh, in in Irish fairy folklore, doesn't really sound like up my alley. But maybe it is. Who knows? I I don't know. Well, do do you like the ghoulies? because <laughs> that's basically irish fairies yeah i know I, I mean i i get it i know i know that it's we're not talking tinkerbell here we're talking like evil yeah. shit that just happens to be smaller yeah, yeah. like basically I mean, tiny ones, witches right there yeah but i mean there are some there are some like less evil ones but most of them even whenever they're less evil are still like little bastards yeah little tricksters yeah, but, but yeah. So I don't know. What I'm saying is, I would like to see more. Uh, see more of her writing. It was very, very good, and I do agree that uh, this this really makes for a good um, addition to the Sinister Horror Company. Mm-hmm. Because it just you know, for for nothing else other than just diversification. Yeah. Exactly. But so I looked her up. Uh, I went to her um, website and her Amazon page, and neither one say where she's from. Yeah, no. That's so I'm gonna assume Ireland. <laughs> she's just from like New England, like just super Irish. Yeah. <laughs> for Boston, for Boston. <laughs> <laughs> so what would you give it? I'm torn between a four and a four and a half. I really, really liked it. Thought it was very good. Um, it was so much, it's so different than what I was expecting. And I, I'm almost bummed because I couldn't really put into words 
exactly what it was that I really liked so much about it. Whereas I was very easy, like I, I easily articulated the negative, you know, which might speak volumes for my character. But anyway, yeah. um, but no, I really, really liked it. I think I'm going to stick the landing at a four, uh, four out of five. Very, very strong. A good yeah, collection. I would, uh, sorry. No, that's it. I, a good collection. Like I, I liked it. Yeah, I mean, no, I mean, like to to me, it was a a solid four. Yeah, you know, agree. um, Even with some of what I would consider, you know, maybe not faults, right? Mm -hmm. Because I mean, like, like we said, it's not. It's sometimes it's a byproduct of the short story in general that you know landings have to be kind of rushed, or the endings have to be kind of rushed. So it's like. Even even with that said, and even with our inability to remember the titles of the um, <laughs> the mm-hmm. stories, yeah. uh, it was it was a really solid collection, really so- solid short story. Now, if you're one of the people who watched or listened to the show and you're only really into extreme horror and stuff, it's probably not going to be up your alley. It might be, yeah, but you know it, it probably won't be. But if you like you know, traditional gothic horror, I think she nailed it. Yeah, I would agree. And when you say traditional gothic horror, we're not talking about period pieces, because I think a lot of the time people kind of associate one with the other, just because there was so much. Do it. Yeah, they were writing in present time. Yeah. There's so much. (laughs) Or, or, you know, at least a little bit. You know, it's like Poe didn't write period pieces. He just lived then, you know, <laughs> what an idiot. <laughs> so, um, so, I mean, but I mean, like if, if, if you're into that, um, you know, she, she calls herself a Gothic fiction writer and that's extremely accurate. Yeah. So, you know, I think she nailed it. <laughs> it's like not even Gothic style. It's just like put on a cure record. And yeah. She's got, <laughs> yeah so uh, yeah i liked it a lot i thought it was very good but yeah it's really good to be back is so, it well, <laughs> well it's really here to be back <laughs> it's really here. so all right well you want to wrap it up yeah i think we're good all right see you on two weeks